Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to A to Z Sports Prime Time from the Zen Sports Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising, and I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by the great people at the law offices of Amanda J. Gentry. Wherever justice demands Amanda J. and her team, they've got you covered. Wherever you need your constitutional rights protected, all you need to do is go to amandajgentry.com. Zen Sports, download the app, plug in that promo code ATOZTN and get up to $1,000 on your no danger first wager on all your favorite major sports. And True Math Fitness, you know that Thursdays are my days, Tuesdays and Thursdays are my favorite days to go to True Math Fitness. Lower body, apparently, is what I've got in store for tomorrow. You can get the best workout in Middle Tennessee. When you go to TrueMathFitness.com to sign out for one of their workouts, your first workout is free at TrueMathFitness.com. All right, so we've got a couple of things going because we are going to talk about this uh, job situation, this job rumor situation with Mike Frabel, but also we have the great misfortune of having an Indiana Big Ten Conference basketball game on while we're doing the primetime show. It's currently tied with Nebraska, which is going to give me all kinds of angst so you guys can see me suffer in real time when inevitably Indiana as a five-point underdog disappoints me against a terrible ah, – Nebraska's not terrible. They're 11-2. and two. Either way, you don't care about that. You care about Mike Vrabel. So we are going to uh, go through this together. And listen, a lot of you guys asked me about it last night. And there's been a couple of different things that came out today, whether it's Jason Lockhanfora, who I know you don't trust as Titans fans, um, whether it's Chad Forbes, who is, you know, has had stuff before, but who I do not necessarily regard as credible. And then there was Dan uh, Graziano and Jeremy Fowler of ESPN who reported that people around the league are starting to wonder, not that Mike Frabel is unhappy, but that people around the league are starting to wonder if Mike Frabel is in fact unhappy. So with that being said, I think there's a lot of reasons that Mike Frabel, one, should have been asked the question today, and two, given the opportunity to respond. Because, you know, in reality, like, he's not going to come out and talk about this stuff publicly unless somebody asks him about it. And so, you know, Terry McCormick today asked him about it. Uh, Jack Penfold says we're up to five different sources. That's significant. here's the deal. Like I'm going to get into this with you guys uh, after we hear from Mike Vrabel, because you know, it's completely fair where there's smoke. uh, There's not outright fire yet, but there's definitely smoke emanating from the Titans practice facility at St. Thomas sports park. Now, whether it's white smoke, like the, uh, the papal selection process, if you're a Catholic or whether it's black smoke, because something's on fire, hopefully, you know, the, the offensive flying situation, which uh, seems a bit morbid. So maybe I shouldn't joke about that as Tyreek Hill's house burned down today. Perhaps I should make fire jokes. Either way, uh, we are looking at a situation where, yeah, at 5-11, and nobody's happy about it. 
right? And so it's fair to expect that Mike Vrabel would also not be happy about how things went this season. Now, whether that's because there's some kind of situation with Rand, which has been uh, reported on and discussed and tossed out there into the ether with not a ton of examples and really not a ton of credibility. There's a lot of different things that uh, there's a lot of different things that you look around and say, all right, well, what, what are the motives here and who benefits from having this information out in the public, the way that more and more of it seems to be creeping into the public. Um, Rashid says, if, if it's not coming from Tehran, I don't trust it. <clears throat> well, um, you know, I, that's, that's pretty good in principle. Um, unfortunately, uh, TD's not around right now, so it's, I, I don't think that he's, uh, I don't think that he's participating in everything that's going on. So I don't, I don't think that Tehran is doing much in the way of reporting right now, but, um, you know, we hope the best. Uh, for him and uh, his situation, obviously, because you guys know that that's a very, very dear friend of mine. I consider that man to be my big brother, and uh, he's in a shitty situation. But um, if anybody can come out on the other side of it for the better, it is TD. So, um, ah, it's it's good in principle. Tehran, when when he's working, um, is a very reliable source. But right now, Tehran is is not around the team. So I think that with everything else that's going on, whether it's you know, stuff coming out of ESPN or stuff coming out of, I think Lock and Fora works now for the Washington Post, uh, or this dude, Chad Forbes, who's just uh, an independent, you know, out here uh, occasionally getting some things, but I think more often than not, it's just kind of shit stirring on the internet. It's tough to kind of wade your way through this stuff unless, you know, you have access to a couple of the parties involved, like I do, and can try and work your way through it, which is of course, what my job is going to be for you guys. So I think that there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of different stuff that's going on with this, and I think it's worth us working through together. The first question that I want to ask you is this: What will it take for Mike Vrabel job rumors to subside on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch? What will it take for people to stop talking about Mike Vrabel's job status? We will discuss this. At length together, right after I remind you that the Two Rivers Ford take is made possible by the great people at Two Rivers Ford, powered by Ford, driven by people, quality American-made Ford vehicles, and award-winning customer service. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So, um, as we look at this situation, what's it going to take for the Mike Vrabel job rumors to subside. Nate Burner, uh, Nate's Burner rather says, Buck, put your percentage guarantee out there for Vrabel being the head coach next year. I mean, what did I say last night? 99.999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999
there's there's reason to think that as soon as this coming season, this next season in 2024 starts, that he should be under even more scrutiny than he is right now. And I would agree because he has to get results at this point. Um, Kenny Hill says they'll stop talking about Mike Rabel's job status when he's gone. Nate Burner says nothing. It's not going away anytime soon. Stephen King says 19 and 0 season or 0 and 19, no more, no less. Um, Andre says Rand and Vrabel address it together. I don't think they're going to talk together. I mean, maybe Rand speaks at the end of the season. I don't know. He's not. I don't think he's required to. Um, and basically right now, the only media availability that Rand Carthon has done is the stuff that he's been required to do. Uh, so, you know, I mean, that's, that's the norm. John Robinson was a, was way too out there. Uh, I think he wanted people to know just how much he was involved in everything. And I think that that can sometimes work to your detriment, but he was very hypersensitive to media, um, what was being written about him certainly. And about, you know, decisions made on transactions like Kevin Dodd or Vic Beasley or Isaiah Wilson. Like we met with John a lot, a lot, a lot more than your average GM uh, throughout the course of his time here. So, um, what will it take for Mike Vrabel job rumors to stop. Nika says, hey, Buck, long time no see. I've been checked out of the Titans. Well, I don't blame you because your football team's terrible, Nika, but it's good to have you back, girl. Either way, um, I think that uh, I think that there's a lot of this stuff that is going to keep the palace intrigue going. Uh, Jack Penfold says a video of Ran and Mike getting hammered together. <laughs> well, it worked for John and Mike for a while, right? They had that uh, they had that uniform release party when the new uniforms were announced and they did the big free concert down on Lower Broad and they had who was it? Wasn't it Florida Georgia line that did the free concert and Mike and John are up there drinking beers and singing along to country music songs and stuff like that. And then people looked at it and said, Oh, they're inseparable at this point. Uh, MB says J Rob was also a Tennessee guy. So he probably felt a need to be out there more. Maybe so it's possible, but uh, you know, right now um, ran ran speaks when Rand is required to speak. And, and beyond that there, there hasn't been a ton of media availability. So I think that uh, I think that when you look at this, well, the only thing that you can do when there's rumors circulating around everything is ask the guy who's who the rumors are centered around, and that's exactly what happened with Mike Rabel today. Yeah, no, I I, I don't I don't because again, if we believed everything that was on social media, you know, it'd, it'd be Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny and the No Tooth Fairy and all that. So. Um, I, I really um, have never responded to any of those, and we're not going to start now. Uh, I, I, I know where we're at as, a, as an organization. I'm excited to, um, to to build this thing and to fix this thing and and, and get it uh, to where we want it to be, to, to win championships with, with Rand and Chad and A-Rob and a coaching staff and, and everybody. And that's that's what our goal is. So. Um, but, but no, the, the social media and, and where that is, I, I, I can't focus on that. So he's asked a follow-up, do you want to be here? And he says, yes, of course I want to be here. So, um, there's no indication again, as we sit here on January the 3rd at 8 29 PM, as we're doing this live stream show, um, Mike Rabel's not going anywhere. So I'm going to tell you what it's going to take for these rumors to stop here in just a second, right after I remind you that the 
Primetime show is presented by the law offices of Amanda J. Gentry, wherever justice demands. Amanda J. and her team have you covered. Go to the best in the business when it comes to protecting your constitutional rights. That's because Amanda J. and her crew go wherever justice demands. They've practiced in Tennessee family and criminal courts in 35 counties in the great state of Tennessee. AmandaJGentry.com for more information. So what's it going to take for these things to start? Robert Kraft licking his lips says tighten up Tony. Uh, Kicks Good says most coaches that went 5-18 and 18 in their last 23 would be on the hot seat at minimum. Well, this one's not, so I don't know what to tell you. I mean, and and what what is the sample size of 23 games? Like, he's 50, what is he, 53 and 45 overall? Why are we not, like, what 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 is the randomness of the of the 23-game sample size? Uh, we can talk about, I mean, he's 5 and 11 in, the la- in his last 16. You know, that that seems like it would be worth talking about. What What is the sample size of 23 games? I don't understand why you're pulling from that specifically. And yeah, you're probably right, but also this one's not. So there's not, I mean, you, you can extrapolate to any other situation, but no individual situation is created equal. And the situation for Mike Frabel right now is that he's been given grace because his roster stinks. His ownership group knows that. And they expect him to get it right with Rand and $86 million in cap space. And eight draft picks. That's how it goes. Um, so, you know, I think that there's a lot of stuff going on. And by the way, like, I think a lot of this stuff benefits Mike Vrabel to be out there. So I don't know uh, to what level. Mike's not necessarily the type to, to leak, and I'm certainly not source guessing. But if you were trying to leverage a better situation for yourself, if you're Mike Vrabel, yeah, it would benefit you to have that stuff out there. I'm not saying that that's the case. I'm just saying that there's a lot of this stuff that uh, that people need to be skeptical of, of course. Uh, somebody asked me earlier, um, William Jones says, hey, Buck, why does your boy Jared, he's talking about Jared Stillman, uh, have such a hard-on for Carthon? It's like Rand really hurt his feelings. So, uh, full disclosure, I don't know what Jared's, uh, I don't know what Jared's position is on Rand. And uh, I, well, actually, I do know what Jared's position is on Rand, and it's not, um, because Jared and I are friends, so we do talk about stuff from time to time. And I know that he thinks that Rand is, um, you know, to put it diplomatically, I don't know what he said on there about it, because uh, to be completely honest with you, I don't listen to sports talk radio. Like I just spend so much time talking on a regular basis about sports in Nashville that I don't necessarily, I mean, maybe I could stand to learn something from somebody else, but I don't really think so, uh, at this point. And I'm, you know, I, there's a lot of other things that I'd rather do with my time than listen to more of this stuff, but uh, so I know that Jared is largely underwhelmed with Rand. I don't know what he's been saying about it on his radio show. Um, but if he's making it sound personal, uh, you know, Jared has, I think a tendency to be, to be a bit more strident, um, than, you know, me, for example, or somebody else. Like, I think he's a little more, uh, off the wall than the rest of us. I've told him many, many times. And again, Jared Stillman is a good friend of mine. Uh, that he I, and I've told him this uh, when I was working with him at that radio station, and since uh, I left that godforsaken terrible place, uh, <laughs> I I have told Jared, my friend, for a long time that he's everything that I hate about sports talk, <laughs> and I think he and I think he loves it. I think he embraces that, so that's okay. So you know, I don't know what he's saying about Rand, but I know that he's not. Uh, I know that he's not overwhelmingly thrilled with the job that Rand Carthon has done. And listen, the Rand the Rand thing is weird, like. It's just generally weird. Uh, he wants Vrabel and Rand fired. Says, well, 
think either of those things are going to happen, but he's welcome to scream about whatever he likes. All right. Uh, so what's it going to take for these rumors to stop? Well, probably the Patriots job getting filled for one. Um, you know, we're one game away from the Titan season ending. We're also one game away from the Patriot season ending. And I would imagine that anything that has to do, if you're actually concerned about Mike Vrabel going to the Patriots, whether that's via trade, whether that's Mike being fired and going to the Patriots afterwards, whatever, I don't think it's got real juice. Um, but all you have to do is wait another week and we're going to find out because I think as soon as the Patriots job is filled, and I don't think it's going to take very long for the Patriots job to get filled, then I think we can move on from Mike Vrabel. Now, many of you think that it's going to be filled by Mike Vrabel. I don't think that's going to be the case, but like I said, um, there's not 100% certainty of anything. Uh, I'm just 99.9999999% chance certain that Mike Vrabel is going to be your head coach next year. Uh, so, A to Z Sports Primetime is presented by the great people at Zen Sports. I don't know if you can bet on uh, who the first coach to be fired on Black Monday will be, but you can bet on all your favorite major sports at zensports.com. $1,000, up to $1,000 on your no danger first wager when you plug in the promo code ATOZTN in the Zen Sports app. Terms and conditions do apply. Gambling problem, call the Tennessee Red Line 1 800 889 9789. So, some comments before we move on and talk about Pro Bowl selections for the Titans because there was only one, and I think that three, you could have made the case for three if you really wanted to. Uh, Hill Ant Hill says, personally, I prefer Mike to be gone as well. And we can get Eric Bieniemy or even Eddie George. And then hopefully they'll trade us our pick. So we have two first round picks. Okay. Nobody's trading a first round pick for Mike Vrabel. Um, so you can let go of that. I mean, I don't want to completely dismiss Eddie George. Eddie George is coaching college football right now, but, uh, there's been no indication that, Eddie is seeking a pro job right now. I think he's trying to make things work at TSU. And I don't know if it's his goal to uh, forever be at TSU, but I think that Eddie is, you know, working hard to make TSU work right now. Uh, Eric Bieniemy is almost assured to be the next commander's coach. If not, he wouldn't have taken that job. And Ron Rivera is going to be one of the first people out the door. Uh, so yeah, all, all of that, um, you know, you, personally are welcome to prefer Mike Vrabel to be gone, but the rest of it just uh, seems like a bit of gibberish to me based on the reality of the situation. Um, <laughs> Kyle, <coughs> excuse me, <laughs> Kyle, uh, uh, putting it a little more diplomatic or putting it a little less diplomatically than I would. What the F is wrong with you stupid bastards? So, uh, you know, I, I chose to handle it one way. Kyle chose to handle it another. Uh <laughs> I just think it's, I just think the whole thing is, uh, is pretty crazy. Uh, Buck straight up lion, straight up line, L I N E. Oh, surely that's not on purpose, but based on your Twitter or your, uh, YouTube profile picture, it might, that's hideous grammar. Uh, Buck straight up line, not lying to people. Let me tell you some things that are true chat. Oh, good. You're here to deliver us the good news. Well, I'm glad that I've spent the first 20 minutes of my evening uh, speaking nonsense, Timmy. You feel free to straighten this thing out because you certainly look like the kind of person who is completely, uh, completely logical, rational, and nuanced uh, about everything. <laughs> I can't look at that picture and not laugh, <laughs> which is very mean, and I shouldn't do that, but you know, uh, 
<laughs> Come on, guys. You're, you're nuts. All right, let's keep it moving. Who is the biggest snub from the Pro Bowl on the Titans roster? Derrick Henry made it, but there are two other candidates I think that you can make the argument for. Who is the biggest snub? We'll talk about it together on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch. Right after I remind you that the Primetime Show is presented by True Man Fitness in the Gulch. TrueManFitness.com. They won't lie to you. They'll get you the best workout in Middle Tennessee. A new way to work out for the best version of you. Go to TrueManFitness.com for your first workout free. No workout is ever recycled or repeated. Tomorrow, I'm going in for a lower body workout with my guy Worth at 745 for some personal training. Whether you want to take one of their group fitness classes, the personal training like I do, or just sign up for a membership and have access to their great facility in downtown Nashville and the Gulch and work out at will. TrueMathFitness.com for your first workout free. Uh, so, who's the biggest snub on the Titans roster from the Pro Bowl? Dave Samsel says, Stoney, talking about Ryan Stonehouse. Yeah, the injury, uh, I mean, he was he was leading it until he got hurt for obvious reasons, but... Um, Stonehouse is a good uh, is a good submission. Tighten up, Tony says. Stonehouse, he got snubbed by the special teams coach. <laughs> Ooh, that's uh, it's it's not true, but it's kind of true. Ooh, I don't want to. I mean, yeah, you, you can't blame anybody but Craig Aukerman for for how that worked out. Landry for sure says Andre Newhouse. Harold Landry having a really good year. Um, to be honest with you, he's he's finished pretty strong. Greg Cosell pointed out to me today. Uh, we did an episode of the Install Podcast. Greg pointed out to me today that uh, Harold Landry had a higher pass rush win rate than Max Crosby, which is not something that I think people are talking about, but that Harold Landry has been a more effective and more efficient pass rusher than Max Crosby this year is, I think, something that would shock a lot of people. Max has talked about, and listen, Max Crosby, a very high-level player, uh, a very effective player in his own right, but Harold Landry has been right up there with him and, and certainly... You know, we're not talking about Harold that way. Uh, Ryan Tannehill says Titan Kong snub from the Pro Bowl. Uh, I don't know about that. Uh, Puka says Autry. Autry's a good one. So here are here are the two answers that I will accept. All right, because there's not. I mean, there's really not. Derek going to the Pro Bowl is. I mean, he didn't have a Pro Bowl year, right? But it's it's voting, so. You know, if they want to vote for Derrick Henry and Derrick Henry goes to the Pro Bowl for the fourth time, that's totally fine. But, you know, Derrick is Derek is not one of the best running backs in football this year. And we know the Pro Bowl is a bit of a silly exercise anyway. But, okay, Derrick Henry in. Um, Autry, I would accept, but he's not in the top, like, echelon of pass rushers. So it's hard to make that argument effectively even though he's a really good player the other uh, the other submission that I would accept is Hopkins because DeAndre Hopkins has his first thousand yard season in uh since 2020 he will start all 17 games uh or he will start 17 games for the first time in his career since 17 games were implemented into the NFL regular season which is a huge accomplishment. He's been available. He's been durable. He's been productive. Uh, he's not producing at the top of his position group either, even though he's eclipsed 1,000 yards in a, uh, in, for a franchise that hasn't had a 1,000-yard receiver since AJ. So I think that while I'm, I guess I'm not surprised that neither of them got there, 
I would accept the case to be made for both of them. DeAndre Hopkins is the best player on the Titans. There's no disputing that. Autry is the most effective defensive player on the Titans, which are a a good defense. They're not a great defense by any stretch of the imagination. They teeter somewhere between average and good and great in the red zone. But, you know, you have to play defense between the 20s, and that's not something that they're overwhelmingly adept at. Um, I think that uh, I think that there's a lot to look at with the Titans and say, yeah, the, you know, there's a couple of guys who have had better seasons than you would have imagined, but ultimately the individual accomplishments don't matter. And, and Her- Henry is getting Henry's getting a legacy vote there, and that's fine. Like if anybody, if ever anybody deserved a legacy vote to the Pro Bowl, Derrick Henry is as good a submission as you can have. But uh, even that one feels a bit a bit hollow this year, right? Anyway, rising and falling. Whose stock rose? Whose stock fell this week in sports? We'll talk about it together right after I remind you that the Primetime Show is presented by the great folks at the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. Go to GaryAshton.com. Get your dream address without the stress. The Intel Edge you need to succeed can be found at GaryAshton.com. They will uh, get you that Intel Edge with the official real estate agent of the Nashville Predators. Go to GaryAshton.com. Uh, so stock down is the first place that we're going to start. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. I, I, I don't know what Aaron Rodgers is doing. Uh, Aaron Rodgers seems to be very interested in in making headlines, and that's fine. Uh, Pat McAfee had to come out and apologize today for some comments that Aaron Rodgers made on the Pat McAfee show about Jimmy Kimmel, who uh, works for the ABC family of networks, which ESPN is also owned by, and the late accused sex trafficker. Basically. Uh, Rogers is trying to make some kind of a connection between Jimmy Kimmel and Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, and he made these conversations during uh, referencing the release of a document that's coming out that will purportedly reveal the identities of dozens of people linked to Jeffrey Epstein, who, of course, died by suicide a couple of years ago in jail. Uh, he was awaiting federal sex trafficking charges. There's a lot of famous people that have been connected to Jeffrey Epstein. Um, but now it's become like kind of a kind of like a red scare type of thing with, you know, people in the 19, what was that? 1960s, 1950s, just calling out, Hey, he's a communist. She's a communist. Take them to jail without any actual evidence. That's kind of what this Epstein list thing has turned into. And now Aaron Rodgers is just reckless as all hell out here trying to say that Jimmy Kimmel is somebody who is going to be revealed on this list. And Kimmel responded very much in kind. Uh, I don't know what Aaron Rodgers deal is. I don't know why he insists on making news this way unnecessarily he seems to just invite this kind of chaos and that's fine if that's kind of the life that he wants to live but also uh you know espn cannot be thinking good things about having somebody out here just uh somebody out here just referencing the epstein list on daily sports talk radio which is wild uh so uh the cat williams interview on club shay was uh or club shay shay shannon sharp's podcast was uh, great, says William Jones. I've seen clips of that coming out today, and Cat Williams is also referencing the Epstein list. So, um, you know, there's a lot of different stuff that's going to be out there floating around, and I uh, I can't say that I'm excited to see how it plays out, but certainly a lot of people seem to want to jump in the fray. All right, that's going to do it for us tonight on the Primetime Show. We appreciate you guys spending your time with us. Uh, so here's the deal. Now, I haven't got confirmation uh, that either of the quarterbacks will be on there. But uh, I think that uh, I think that um, 
it's worth listening to the radio show tomorrow for the chance that either Ryan Tannehill or Will Levis will be on the radio show. Now, like I said, I asked for both. Neither were confirmed. Uh, they had to check on their schedules, and also they have to be willing to do it. And, you know, I have reason to believe that Ryan Tannehill probably doesn't want to do a local radio interview, and that's okay. Um, will Levis, I think, might be more amenable, but if his schedule is too busy, then we will understand. But uh, there is a decent percentage chance that one of the two quarterbacks will be on the radio show tomorrow between 10 and 1. Hopefully we'll have more information for you uh, in the morning. Uh, certainly worth listening to either way. We'll have a lot of things to talk about. Have a great rest of your evening. We'll do the 615 sessions tomorrow with Corey Curtis at WKRN News 2 for sure. And uh, if not, I will talk to you at 10 a.m. on 104.5 The Zone. See you guys.